Our scripture reading this morning is from Ruth, chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. Now Naomi had a kinsman on her husband's side, a prominent rich man of the family of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, Let me go to the field and glean among the ears of grain, behind someone in whose sight I may find favor. She said to her, Go, my daughter. So she went. She came and gleaned in the field behind the reapers. As it happened, she came to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. Just then, Boaz came from Bethlehem. He said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his servant, who was in charge of the reapers, To whom does this young woman belong? The servant who was in charge of the reapers answered, She is the Moabite who came back with Naomi from the land of Moab. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the reapers. So she came, and she has been on her feet from early this morning until now, without resting even for a moment. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Now listen, my daughter, do not go to glean in another field or leave this one, but keep close to my young women. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. During this sermon series, we've been hearing the story of Ruth from first-person perspectives, Two weeks ago, we heard the story from Ruth's perspective, last week from Naomi's, and this week from Boaz. Morning. My name's Boaz, and I'm a farmer. I'm someone who's always loved the simple things in life. The sunrise, the smell of the rain, the heft of a bushel of grain. Those were the things that brought me joy. And that's why I so loved Pentecost, the celebration at the end of the harvest. When I was young, I dreamed of more in life, but as time went on, I suppose I stopped expecting anything extraordinary to happen, like, say, love. But funny how life surprises you, isn't it? I remember the day my life began to change. I walked down to one of my fields to watch the workers, and I greeted them as I always did with, May the Lord be with you, like I'm sure y'all greet your co-workers. And they responded, The Lord be with you. I noticed someone new in the field that day, a young woman. I asked the foreman who he was, and he said, Oh, that's that girl from Moab. I knew who she was, of course. Bethlehem is a small town, and news of a woman from Moab coming into town was big. You see, my country, Israel, had been with, at war with Moab many times in the past. And even though now we are in a time of peace, the gossips in town were not inclined to look too kindly on an immigrant from Moab. But I will say all were impressed by her faithfulness to Naomi. What the foreman told me next impressed me even more. He said she actually asked permission to glean in the fields behind my workers. She didn't have to ask. God's law made it clear that it was the right of the poor 
to follow behind the workers and gather up any good grain that they had left behind. Most didn't ask. She was quite well-mannered for a Moabite. And uh, the foreman also said she had been working hard and steady for hours without taking a break. I'm sorry, some of y'all might not be farmers. I should probably explain a few things. In addition to other types of crops, I grow barley. And at harvest time, we gather the barley and we thresh it. We separate the good grain from the chaff or the useless bits. And some of the poor come and glean behind the workers and finding the good bits and pieces that the harvesters may have left behind. Well, I knew I had to meet this remarkable woman. I found her in the field and I introduced myself. I said, my daughter, don't go and glean in another field. Stay here and harvest with my young women and my men will not bother you. And please drink from our water bottles. I didn't want her to risk going anywhere else. I lived in evil times and who knows what dangers a young woman might face among some of my neighbors. She bowed before me and asked, why have I found such favor in your eyes, especially since I am a foreigner? I told her the truth. I've been told about what you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your parents and came to a strange land. May the Lord, the God of, Grizzle, uh, may the God of Israel, grant you his protection. And she said, may I continue to find favor in your eyes. You have given me comfort and kindness, though I'm not even one of your servants. And she went back to work. At mealtime, I asked her to join me. I gave her bread to dip in wine, vinegar, and roasted grain. She didn't eat all of it, and she just hurried back to work. So then I brought in some of my men and told them to make sure that this young woman went home with a full load of grain. I told them if she should harvest among the whole sheaves, don't tell her not to. And I said perhaps if they were working ahead of her, they could leave some whole stalks for her to find. All were done harvesting after a while, and it was time to thresh and separate out the good grain. I watched the young woman, her name was Ruth, thresh her grain. Through her hard work and the intentional carelessness of my workers, she must have collected an ephah of grain. Now, an ephah in, in your measures would be uh, you know, uh, a lot of grain. I went home smiling that night, imagining the look on Naomi's face when Ruth brought home from one day of harvesting enough grain to feed the two of them for weeks to come. At home, I thought in delight about the joy that Ruth and Naomi must be experiencing in their unexpected windfall. I mentioned earlier the simple pleasures that God gives us in life. I think one of the greatest of those pleasures is the chance to serve others. But you gotta be ready when God brings those opportunities along. I am still so thankful I did not miss the chance to serve Ruth when God brought her into my life.